Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Friday, June 30th, 2023, and we have several cryptocurrency cryptopians who are celebrities who are celebrating their birthday today. So happy birthday to Phoenicia Fryer from Huntsville, Alabama, Mayata Reed from Manassa, Virginia, Ryan Short from Olin Park, Michigan, and happy birthday to Gerald Pimpleton from Charlotte, Charleston, South Carolina. So I got that right. But to each and every one of you, I wish you a happy, happy birthday. May today be filled with all the love and loyalty. You need that too. But love, joy, peace, understanding that you deserve on this day. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to get a shout out for your birthday, please feel free to send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. I'm going to say this really quickly because I've been talking to everybody. No matter where I go, the grocery store, uh, it can just be an outdoor open market. I'm talking to individuals about Uh, KBLA and the fantastic information that comes across the airwaves at KBLA. And I want to make sure that the listeners understand that it is imperative that we are sharing this station with our friends and family. Even if they're somewhere else in the world, they can tune in to KBLA. Guess what? The money here in the United States affects everyone around the world. And this morning I did a crypto essentials a private event event via Zoom with some individuals that are down in Panama. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope they're listening too, by the way, because my heart was just warmed that not only can I be on Zoom talking to some folks that look like me in Panama, but we can be together solving some problems as it relates to money. And so we were talking about how incredibly expensive it is for them to go and use MoneyGram or Western Union. And they were talking about, of course, the corruption there in Panama and what they need to do to be self-sovereign. And it just got my wheels spinning about how we need to really move in this world, not just in this United States, but we have had we have folks all over the diaspora that need what we have. They need to understand self-sovereignty because of the different regimes that they're under. And I am going to speak today towards the regime that we are under because today, June 30th, is the very last day of a monetary system that we knew. There tomorrow is going to be a new monetary system, a new structure. 
Now again, you're going to wake up in the morning. The birds are going to be chirping. The dogs are going to be barking. But the wheels are going to be set in motion at midnight tonight for the Fed Now program. And when we come forward, we are actually going to talk about what this looks like for you, what this looks like for us, not just here in the United States, but around the world, because this is an important critical time. And again, we're not going to see any major changes tonight or tomorrow. We're not going to see it that way, but it is slowly going to start rolling out. And I'm going to go back to a quote that I've probably utilized several times since I've been doing this show, but it just sticks with me. And I might even said this a week ago, but I'm going to say this. Some people make things happen. Some people watch things happen. Some people wonder what the hell just happened and what we cannot do in this country and anywhere with anybody that's listening to my voice is wonder what in the hell happened. We have an opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to make a change. We have an opportunity to be in control. And I am going to share with you what things look like or what things are going to look like in the near future. And tomorrow marks the history. We already talked about the end of the petrodollar coming, but there's something new on the horizon that, again, won't be immediate, but the wheels are turning and you have to know about it. So when we come forward, we will continue this conversation. This is ahead of the crypto curve on June 30th. You've heard it here first on KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. And so, ladies and gentlemen, it begins. Before the dew dries off your lawn in the morning, the Federal Reserve Bank will roll out their fabulous anticipated Fed Now program across the nation. You can call it a central bank digital currency launching pad for the United States. I've even heard it being referred to as Fed coin. But this is just the railways, and I want to make sure that we're clear. That Fed now is not a digital coin. This is just the framework for how they're going to roll out what's coming. There are a total, ladies and gentlemen, of about 130 countries right now representing 98% of the global economy that are now exploring these digital versions of their currency. I'm going to repeat this for those of you who think that this is something that is fly by night and something that you don't need to learn, something that you don't need to or that you won't be participating in. A total of 130 countries representing 98 percent of the global economy are all exploring digital versions of their currencies. And this is what I got from Reuters and Almost half of these places that are exploring digital versions are actually advanced developments. 
they are already in pilot or launch stages. So this isn't just somebody's theory. This isn't Naja Roberts thoughts. These are factual things that are in place. 98% of the globe is exploring these things. And so we are in the digital age. When I say to you, the revolution will be digitized, it absolutely will be digitized. The key benefits of our FedNow program here in the United States, according to all of the financial analysis that have been done, is what they say is it is what they need to potentially improve financial inclusion and reduce the reliance on cash and checks. So they are going to help with financial inclusion. How they're going to help with financial inclusion is beyond me because I, as I continue this talk with you today, I'm going to ensure you that financial inclusion is not the goal, but we're going to leave it at that because that's what they're saying. They're going to help us not to have to rely on cash and checks. They're saying it's also going to provide individuals without access to traditional banking services, the ability to participate more fully in the digital economy. Well, guess what? I don't think that's going to happen either, but that is what they're saying. That's the campaign around this new Fed Now Railway and the central bank digital currencies. They said that it's safer and more secure and it comes, get this ladies and gentlemen, with diversity, equity and inclusion. And all I'm going to say to that is really so. They're going to put this program out and they're going to push the narrative that is good for our souls because it has a lot of diversity, equity and inclusion in it. And I'm going to take it a step further and say not, you know, that commercial where they ask you a couple things and then they say not. Well, not. It is not going to benefit our uh, diver- the diversity and inclusion and equity. It's just not going to happen. But what it is, is it is centralized money. It is centralization of the banks. It is centralized money and banking together. And I'm going to give a couple of quotes that I just want to make sure that you all are not forgetting. President Garfield said he can, who controls the money supply of a nation controls the nation. The Rothschilds famously said, give me control of the nation's money supply and I care not who makes the laws. The organization that was led by Mr. Suave, you know, a lot of you go to Charles Suave. Well, he had a family member named Claus Suave and he said, Famously, ladies and gentlemen, you will own nothing and be happy by 2030. I need you to remember that date. That date is no accident. You will own nothing and be happy by 2030. That is a quote from someone in the in the money space. It's all a part of the rollout of the World Economic Forums, the Great Reset. 
And we haven't talked in length about the Great Reset because a lot of it is kind of conspiracy. So I try to stay right around facts. And that's what I'm sharing with you. Uh, I know the Great Reset is a real thing, but a lot of times when you speak to it, it sounds kind of like conspiracy theory. But we want to do facts. But the fact is, is that the Keynesian fiat dollar system is crumbling and it's crumbling fast. Banks are collapsing. The global attack on the U.S. dollar and reserve currency actually intensifies, even though nobody's talking about it. And there is a skyrocketing inflation that is wrecking the middle class. And I'm going to put a pin in it right there and tell you that in the last 24 hours, I have spoken with three individuals that are losing their residence and are seeking some sort of help because they're in the middle class and they're running out of funds to either save their house from foreclosure or save themselves from eviction because they're renting. And this is getting real, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you remember about three or four months ago, I told you all to start getting prepared to get these calls from nieces and nephews and cousins who may finally get to their breaking point and reach out and ask you for some assistance. If we don't get our houses in order, we won't be able to help those that reach out to us for help during these next two to five years. It's about to get real. And so this, um, this, I'm going to say wrecking of the middle class is going to continue. The time is ripe for the global elites to actually take control of your money. Centralization laws and regulations never go as promoted. And so all the things and the benefits that I just read that they said that the Fed now program will do for you, they never go as promoted. Just just know that. And there are a lot of different things that have happened that I can share with you. And we don't have enough time today to really go over all of them. But there are so many things that we have gotten talked to about during elections, promised during elections. And as soon as those people got into office with our votes, things change. People have disappeared. People have gone silent. I can't even tell you the last time I've seen a person or two that I voted for, but I'll leave that for another time. Uh, but what the deal is with the Fed Now program is going live, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow. It's a complete update to the uniform commercial code. So we haven't really got into money that way because I haven't really broken down the universal commercial code for money. But this Fed Now program is an update to that uniform commercial code. And in fact, it has to do with bank deposits and collections. And it's in Article 4. So if some of you are readers and you would like to say, hey, I don't need to trust what she's saying. I need to verify. Go to Article 4 on the bank deposits and collections under the Uniform Commercial Code. And you will find uh, that this is an update to that particular program. And again, FedNow is not a central bank digital currency yet. And again, I say the word yet. The primary goal of this Fed now is to actually enhance the speed and accessibility on electronic payments, providing 24-7, 365 days a year infrastructure for instant payments. 
its infrastructure for digital currency. Let me stop right there and say this. I am really uh, saying to each and every one of you that the things that are rolled out by our government in one way or another are spoken to us and sold to us in one way and then they change. And some people might say, well, Nigel Roberts, what exactly have they promised us that they've later reneged on? And we know that there are a lot of things, but let's talk about money specifically. Let's talk about that 401k. Y'all remember that 401k that happened in the 80s? It was the best thing since sliced bread when they told us about it. That actually is not the truth. They had to coerce us into getting involved in the 401k. Do you know why? Because prior to the 401k, every company in this country was giving a pension. A pension meant that you would make the same amount of money during retirement that you did while you were working because that's the least they could do for you giving your life to these companies to work for 40 hours a week for 40 years. And so they had pensions and they realized if they did that, they would go broke. Case in point, my grandfather turns 99 years old in August and he retired at 65 from an aircraft company. And today he makes the exact same money in retirement that he did when he was working because that's what the promise of a pension was. And they realized if they continue to do that, that they would go broke. They would have have no money to continue business operations. So they got together and they said to themselves, what can we do to make the American people save for themselves and we get away from these pensions? And so they came up with the 401k. But they couldn't just walk onto a job site and say, hey, we're taking your pension, save for yourself. It just wouldn't work that way. So they had to figure out how to massage the situation. And so they said, you know what? We've got this new thing called the 401k. And if you participate in it, if you give a dollar, we're going to give a dollar. And they brought it to the workplace. And if I put a dollar in, which I didn't in the 80s, I was in elementary, junior high school. But if, if the person put a dollar in, then the company put a dollar in if the if the person put two dollars in the company put in two dollars if they put a hundred dollars in the company put a hundred dollars in that is how they started that 401k program now granted there are still some companies out there that are honoring um the exact amount that you put in but I will tell you that the mass majority of companies have moved from matching your dollar for dollar to a percentage. In fact, I was sitting with somebody the other day whose job matches them 3% of what they're putting in. But if they looked back at the history, it started out dollar for dollar. Now you put in $100 and they're giving you $3. And so that is how they ushered that program in. And I am saying to you, this is no different. They're going to start ushering and they're going to make this look really attractive, really, really attractive. Something that is helping you for your benefit. And the infrastructure of this is going to be in place and they're going to start to roll out things a little bit at a time. But once the digital infrastructure is established, the central bank digital currency can be turned on really quickly. 
replacing all, and you heard me correct, all other forms of payment. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after news, sports, and traffic, we are going to talk this last day of June about the first day of July because we are making digital history. The revolution will be digitized. When we come forward after news, sports, and traffic, we'll continue the conversation. My name is Naja Roberts, and I am here on the Unapologetically Progressive KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So a lot of other economists are saying, you know, what the normal situation is in the United States. There has to be some catastrophic thing that happens. And then they usher in all these new rules and regulations and it's for our own good. But I think because we're dealing with our money and they know that folks are going to go absolutely crazy they're gonna have to entice us a different way they can't tell us that they're they're just doing this for our health they're protecting us they're making sure the scammers don't get to us ladies and gentlemen I honestly feel like they're going to offer us a little bit more than that. And I don't know. Nobody has a crystal ball. Now, this I'm saying is just my speculation. This is just my theory. This is not going to happen. I don't know. But I know it's not going to be where they say, hey, Russia has taken control of all our banks and everybody has to use CBDCs. Now, that could be what happens. But I think they're going to finesse us a little bit better than that i think they're gonna say all right you've got a hundred dollars in the bank and because we are using these new central bank digital currencies you're gonna have a hundred and fifty dollars today and they're going to ensure that we're happy about this change Remember that quote, you're going to own nothing by 2030 and be happy about it. And so all of these things are working in conjunction. But I think they're going to finesse us a little bit, a little bit more. And there was a recent top economic advisor of Biden's. His name is Delip Singh, and he reported that he was told, I'll say it this way, he was told by a U.S. senator that the administration was actively in pursuit of implementing the digital dollar. When that actually happens, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be trapped, locked in. I'm not going to say locked in a cage, but we're going to be trapped because we're going to be lured in by that juicy situation we're going we're going to look at hey they're giving us some additional something or i don't know how they're going to roll it out but i think that we're going to be lured into this so i'm just going to say things are going to be different but what does this mean to you everybody wants to know what is in this for me and that's the tune of the station that everybody is tuned into What's in it for me? WIFM. And so I'm going to just say to you, there's not much in it for you because this is in it. It's for someone else to control our money and for somebody else to control us. And so it's the end of our freedom as sovereign individuals to purchase what we want to purchase. Now, I have to say for blacks in this country, We have not been privy to having total self-sovereignty 
at any point i think we are free to go to the grocery store we're free to go travel from california to florida we're free to do those types of things but when it when, when it comes to money I think our sovereignty has been taken because in order to participate in the major interest that they're making on different products and services, you've got to be an accredited investor. That took away our freedom to participate like everybody else on a level playing field because they put rules and regulations in place that keep us boxed out of money making opportunities. So this is just another step to tighten up on everybody, not just us, but it's definitely going to affect us and the sovereign individual as the they knew it. I'm going to say as they knew it, because I really just don't feel like we've ever been in a sovereign individual type of a situation. But here's how this could play out forthcoming. Um, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, that you are starving and you want some KFC, some Kentucky Fried Chicken. And just for the sake of uh, the fact that they say we love chicken so i'm going to use kentucky fried chicken but if you pull up to the drive through window at kentucky fried chicken and you have about three thousand seven hundred and twenty six dollars in your central bank digital currency account and at the drive through window the cashier informs you that your payment was rejected because your blood glucose level <laughs> is currently too high for the carbs that are in that chicken ladies and gentlemen um or your glucose may not just be high but what if you made an unsavory comment about number 45 president number 45 by the way but maybe you made an unsavory comment about president number 45 and Maybe you're hanging out with the wrong people or you're in the wrong political group. Well, that is what central bank digital currencies are going to have the ability to do. They're going to be tying in everything from medical records to just everything that you can think of is going to be on this railway with the Fed now. Now, you may think that this is a little bit going too far, but let me tell you right now, when you swipe your debit card or your Visa or your MasterCard right now, every single thing about you is on that strip. Your address, the car that you're driving, uh, the, the, the car that you've purchased because they can look at your credit report and know that you had a Subaru and they know your spending habits. They know everything It's right now on the strip. And the central bank digital currency is stepping this up about 10 times. And so they're going to know every single thing about you at every single turn. And for the naysayers, again, who think this will never happen, the entire United States economy was locked down for over a year due to COVID. Vaccine mandates were mandatory or you can lose your job again. The reason they make you lose your job is because they know that your economic situation would push you to do what you need to do. So I need you to remember this. If they're uh, making you lose your job over not getting vaccinated, they're going to make you or take away your money situation so that you're doing everything that they're telling you to be 
be and do. And so that is how this is going to happen. Did you ever think that something like that would happen? Plus, this happens today in China all the time, ladies and gentlemen. This is nothing new. You know, we've experienced some things, but in China, man, you all need to do some research about how they're doing the people in China. But what is my solution? I guess you'll get the solution when we come forward. <laughs> when we come forward, we'll continue this conversation. And I promise you we'll get a market update. But I want to finish off with what we need to do. When we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Ladies and gentlemen, as this all plays out, and it's going to take some time to play out, but July 1st, tomorrow, midnight, almost, well, actually is less than 12 hours. I'm not anticipating it like that, but I am telling you, as this plays out, as this ball starts rolling, it's going to turn into an avalanche. But what I recommend, ladies and gentlemen, is Bitcoin. You don't have to put all your life savings in it or all of your disposable income. You don't have to actually do much in this asset class. Just do a little bit at a time, which I've been stating a little bit of dollar cost averaging. But now is a great time to learn, prepare and protect your personal sovereignty. And I am a firm believer and you can go back and listen to any of my recordings not even on this show of me on tour and I have said I firmly believe that Bitcoin is one of the ways that we are going to close the wealth gap in this country and beyond but I really feel as though Bitcoin is going to really help our personal sovereignty just last week as you all know it was announced that BlackRock the world's largest asset manager is coming in with 7.8 trillion dollars under management and they are getting into bitcoin they're not getting into dogecoin they're not getting into xrp they're not getting into shiba inu they're not getting into ethereum ladies and gentlemen they are getting into bitcoin with blackrock getting into bitcoin they see an opportunity with bitcoin what about you I am so sick and tired of trying to educate folks on the right thing to get involved in or the right thing that I think that they should get involved in myself. I'm not providing any financial advice, just stuff that I do for myself. And then they turn around and say, well, how do I buy some of that other kind of coin, that daisy, some of that other? Why? Nobody else in the money space, in the real money space is talking about any other cryptocurrency. Why would you? And again, if you're trading, I understand. But if you're talking about a store of value and you're talking about historical data, 14 years ago, this Bitcoin was worth nothing. And today is worth 30,000 some odd dollars. So if you have a thousand dollars and you decide that the possibilities of Bitcoin going up or down are okay and and you're not you don't stand to lose your 
housing, your roof over your head. You can divide that money in half and buy some Bitcoin. And I'm going to say buy some gold because I've told you all about the type of gold that is a possibility that you need to be participating in. That's that Krugerrand. Uh, and that comes from South Africa. And that's because of the elements and things that are in it. But with that being said. You can just divide it up and just see what happens. And again, do never invest more than you can afford to lose. Do not take out loans to buy Bitcoin. Do not bet. I don't even know. Don't do anything unconventional to get enough money to buy Bitcoin. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about money that's sitting around that's doing nothing anyway. You might as well try your hand at it and see what it does. But... Um, I suggest that you buy Bitcoin from wherever you're going to get it. I love to be able to nurture some of you as clients in the buying of Bitcoin space. But nevertheless, this is all about accessibility. Wherever you buy it from, make sure you take it and put it into your own cold storage wallet. Now, people can go back and forth about whether Ledger is the best place for you to store your Bitcoin, your store your seed words. But there's things like Trezor. You can purchase a Trezor as well. You can purchase Keep Key. There's other things that you can do, but you've got to buy and get it off the X exchanges because these exchanges are going to continue to do more of what they have been doing and I was at lunch today with a group of investors that are saying why in the world are these exchanges continuing to collapse and the bottom line is they're taking the Bitcoin they're taking the coin and doing whatever they want to do and I told them that's why you have a crypto.com stadium because they took that money for naming rights because they knew that a whole bunch of people were not going to come back and demand their Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. And so they use that money right now to bring themselves more customers to make sure that they had enough money in place for those who come to ask for their different cryptocurrencies. And so this is the same game that they played in the old space that they're playing in the new space. So don't participate. You don't have to participate in allowing someone to hold custody of your coin. That is not what this game is about. This is about sovereignty, self-sovereignty, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to continue to say that because it is the best thing that our community can do in this uncertain time. We're watching history happen. You remember this day and say, you know what? I was on the radio listening on the radio when this young lady was talking about the rolling out of the fed now program and it seemed it seemed harmless at first until we really found out what the program was going to do and how it was going to totally take away our freedoms how it was going to totally control our money and tell us who we can give money to and who we can and will i have to participate with the fed now absolutely i will because of the fact that we still got to pay car notes and house notes and insurance premiums and whoever or whatever we need to do we're going to need to do it with their programs i get it but i will always be holding myself sovereign money my gold my bitcoin my real estate property well that's not even sovereign because if you're taking out a real estate loan you're 
really not owning the property until you totally pay it off. And then even then you're still paying taxes and things of that sort. And that's a whole nother conversation. But self-sovereignty at its best is being able to control your money and your food supply. And if you rock with me for the remainder of this year, I promise to share with you how to get yourself in a sovereign position and you will watch and and participate not just watch me and watch others you will begin to participate and seeing how this ascending asset these ascending assets will really help our community when we come forward we'll continue the conversation this is kbla talk 1580 this is kbla talk 1580 where hate loses and love wins all right welcome forward welcome forward let's do a market update really quickly and then we will get into our update for the black wall street wallet bitcoin right now is trading at thirty thousand three hundred and well when i was talking it went up thirty thousand four hundred and one dollars it's down in the last hour 0.04 percent in the last 24 hours it's up 0.01 percent and it's down in the last seven days 1.76 percent ethereum is trading at one thousand nine hundred and twenty seven dollars it's up in the last hour 0.16 percent in the last 24 hours it's up 4.21 percent and in the last seven days it's up 1.04 percent so ladies and gentlemen let me say this a lot of people are asking what is going on with the Black Wall Street wallet and what is happening with uh, Prime Trust, who was the custodial person or group keeping the Bitcoin for those of us that were purchasing on the Black Wall Street wallet. Please refer back to uh, Monday's show. If you miss Monday's show, it has been uploaded uploaded on KBLA1580.com. Or you can go to ahead of the crypto curve.com and it should be there. But I think it's best to go to KBLA1580.com and you can listen to Monday's show and it will share with you what is going on with the Black Wall Street wallet. There have been no updates as of right now as it relates to the Black Wall Street wallet's ability to allow its users to take their Bitcoin off because we're waiting on prime trust to open up the floodgates so that we can go ahead and start the movement but rest assured we're here we're ready you're not going to get a bunch of um uh, prompts that take you in a circle when that time comes we're going to be here we're going to be staffed up we're going to be ready along with the black wall street staff to make sure that you're taken care of and so just do not worry uh everything is going to be okay but go ahead and listen to kbla1580.com click on the show from monday and it will give you more information about what's going on with the black wall street with that being said ladies and gentlemen i want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here today on ahead of the crypto curve I am your host, Naja Roberts, and we are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. I don't want you all to touch that dial. And in the meantime, do your daily dollar cost average like I am because we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.